Hi, welcome to A Little Taste of Everything. I'm Lexi. And I'm McKinley. And we are here to do an episode on... We actually don't even know what this one's going to be called. Autoimmune, Hashimoto's... Gluten-free living. That's actually what we should call it, is gluten-free living. Because a lot of people have taken this into their life. There's a siren outside that's very loud. It's probably going to pick up. But... A lot of people have started incorporating a gluten-free lifestyle into their daily lives. And I don't know if it's just because it's becoming like a cool thing to do or if it's just that a lot of people are needing to go that route just for the sake of their health and how they feel. Yeah. I kind of want to say, I don't know. I kind of think it's more of a for their health. But I can also see it being kind of the fad type of thing. Yeah. And I'm sure that it's just gotten more popular, obviously, in the sense of the marketing world, as more people have had to do it. There's been more products that have been created that kind of cater to those needs, things like that. So the interesting thing about it, and we've kind of mentioned this, is we don't know the facts and the science behind it, but it does make you wonder okay, there wasn't gluten-free years and years ago, so what created Mm -hmm. that shift? Is it something we're doing with our living, or is it something that we've done with changing our food that has caused this, we'll say, problem, for lack of a better term? I don't know. But we're going to talk about it today because McKinley is now trying to be gluten-free for her own health. And we'll kind of get into that, but that's the reason she's incorporating it into her life is because of her health, like we mentioned. Yeah. So, probably, so, okay, starting back to when I was born, <laughs> we're going way <laughs> back. back to the beginning. Taking it back to the beginning. I, um, when I was younger, I've always kind of had swollen ankles and inflammation in my ankles and my mom would always be like and I literally had cankles do you remember I yeah. honestly had cankles my whole life and my mom would be like what the heck is wrong with you because I'd have these swollen ankles that we couldn't figure it out we went to a foot doctor and he was kind of like well there's nothing like wrong like obviously like what is he supposed to say like it's not broken it's not sprained like it's just swollen Anyway, so didn't really think anything of it. Um, it didn't bother me, um, like, at all. So I kind of, we kind of just went along. Um, then fast forward, I got married. And I started to have weird things with food. So, for example, and Lexi actually just brought this up this morning, which I was, I didn't even say anything at the time. But we were talking about New York and New York pizza. And... My husband's from Connecticut, so we did a reception out there right after we got married, and all my friends and family came, and we went into New York City, and they have dollar slice pizza, and we were eating, we ate, we ate pizza, and we kind of just had eaten kind of crappy, but mostly the pizza is what I remember. Anyway, that night we get back, and I totally threw up. I felt so sick, and that next morning my dad's like, are you pregnant? And I was like, no, dad, I'm just sick. Anyway, but I did not feel good. Do you remember that? I, I actually did not remember that, but... I 
point that out because that's the first time that I was like, oh my gosh, like some of this food is not making me feel very good. Didn't do anything about it though. <laughs> I still ate. I still ate all the foods that would make me not feel good. But I started to kind of pinpoint these foods. Like I could say, oh, if I eat this, like I won't feel good. Um, and I kind of just went along with it. Still ate the crap that would make me feel gross. Like didn't really stop doing anything about it. And then come to November of last year, Spencer and I got COVID and all this had kind of been happening. And then after COVID, I started to get extreme fatigue. So I, I explain it and I've kind of tried to explain it in a way, cause it's so hard. Cause it's like when you tell people like, Oh, I'm tired all the time. It's like, people are like, well, yeah, like I'm tired all the time too. But I'm like, no, like it's a different level. I'm like, can't even hardly move like it is so difficult for me to do anything and it was starting to get frustrating because that's not my personality at all I'm very much of a go 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 like I just don't have that personality I also and so anyways I started to get really tired and I was like this isn't normal like I should not be feeling this fatigued and I would like work out and feel more fatigued after I'd work out It, it it was just weird Right, and then, you were doing all the things that usually would give give people energy. energy you yes. try to eat the nutritious food. You try to yeah. be physically active on a regular, multi-weekly basis, mm-hmm. and you still just you try to get enough sleep. You were trying to do all these things that should lead to more energy with just no improvement. Yeah, zero. So, and then my this is kind of. The random one, but the tips of my toes started to go numb, and that's when my mom was like, "Hey, maybe you should go to the doctor." Um, I also would get so bloated, almost nightly, where I could look like six months pregnant. Anyway, so I decided to go just to my OBGYN, and I kind of went in with the mindset of, um, "I want to get some levels tested." And because someone, a good friend had put into my head a couple of years ago, she's like, you should get some, like your thyroid and kind of some of your hormone levels tested because you could have some hormone imbalances. And I put it off clearly three years ago. And so I went in with that expectation of, hey, I'd really like to get some levels done. And she was like, well, let's just try this one thing first. So she put me on this pill and, um, it took away most of my symptoms. I was good for a minute. I wasn't tired my numbness went away, um, I wasn't feeling bloated, and due to the nature of the pill, that's what was helping me. And then I got off of it. And the reason why you came off of it is because you addressed this, and we talked about this, because you said, I don't want to just take a medication that's just going to mask whatever I'm feeling. Yes. I feel like there's something else that I'm not getting to the, the root of. cause of mm-hmm. that I actually want to address. Like, if there's actually something in my health that I need to try to figure out let's do it rather than just try to cover up the symptoms and I applaud you for that because a lot of people who do have some sort of health problem they're the one who they're like you know something's just not quite right and it's like Mm -hmm. they have that gut feeling yes that they turn to to try to seek answers and you did the same thing yeah well and another thing that kind of triggered me was when she was like oh you can't take this while you're pregnant and not that I'm pregnant or trying to really become pregnant at this moment but I, that's when I was like, well, I don't want to be on it anyway. Yeah, it's just not sustainable. Like, if it's not, yeah, if it's not, A, not something that I'm taking the rest of my life, which I still don't want that anyway, but, and B, if I can't take it while I'm pregnant, then I really don't want to be on it. So I get off this pill and all my symptoms came back. 
um, with full vengeance. I feel like, you know, I like they were all back. The fatigue, the bloating, um, everything came back. And so finally, Lexi and I actually were talking to our grandma, and she goes to a functional doctor here in St. George. Um, and I, finally, we were like, you know what? We should just go. We should go because we know if we go into her, she's going to help us get our levels tested. She's going to get some work done. So I, we called and made an appointment, and I went in, and it was awesome. She spent, she spent like an hour and a half with me. How long did she spend with you? Like an hour. It, she went through everything, like clear from childhood to now. She went over every symptom, every, just all the things you could think of. And then she obviously had this massive blood work that I need to, needed to go get done. She wanted to test for everything. Um, and so I went and got the blood work done, and when I got back, um, yeah, she's like, you, your thyroid is way off. I think nor within normal limits for your thyroid is, 0.4 to 1.4 and my levels were my level was at 28 um, and then for my Hashimoto's disease which is an autoimmune disease which is what she ended up diagnosing McKinley with uh huh the normal range is like 4 I think it's like 4 point are you talking about the thyroid stimulating hormone that's the TSH yeah is T that the one you're talking about though uh huh and I think within normal is like Point four. five to five is your normal. Oh, yeah, point five to five. And I was at like 156 on that one. So clearly they were way off. Um, and so in, in the appointment, she's like, um, yeah, you should definitely try to avoid gluten and most dairies because they have a lot of the similar constituents apparently, which I haven't done a ton of research on that and I'd like to do more, but... Um, she said, because I have an autoimmune disease, I'm more susceptible to get another autoimmune disease. And then also the goal of an autoimmune disease is to decrease your inflammation enough to where your, basically your disease go, goes into remission, right. essentially. Right. Um, and so she's like, if you can eat that low, the anti-inflammatory diet, then it can help a lot. And I've actually done that over the last, how long has it been? Three weeks? Yeah. Probably about three weeks that I've done my... I mean, I have not been perfect <laughs> by any means. Well, it's a big game changer to go yeah. from eating just a regular... Well, well, I guess what we would say is regular for most Americans mm -hmm. to this whole shift in a diet. A lot of people have to do that, and I think it's a big change. Yeah, it is a big... Thankfully, though, and I was... Lexi and I have talked about this. Right now is the best time to have to do it because... There is so much gluten-free, so many gluten-free options, um, so many dairy-free options. I actually already found my yogurt that I like that's dairy-free that I love. Um, and there's a lot of gluten-free options too, which is so, I don't know, comforting. I'm really glad I didn't have to do this back when you literally had to not eat anything. <laughs> but it is still a change, and it's kind or of hard. Or figure out how to make every, every, everything from scratch to make uh, it gluten-free. I honestly couldn't even imagine, but I felt so much better when I do, so Good. much better when I try to eat that gluten, the kind of gluten-free, dairy-free as best as possible, mm -hmm. um, and it's amazing how you just feel better, which I'm like, dang it, sometimes I'm like, I kind of wish it didn't make me feel better, because then I would not love, have to do it. We love those foods that have gluten in them. But it's been, it's been eye-opening, and I hope, and I was actually, something I 
definitely wanted to say too was like follow your gut if you have some things in your life that are weird that you're like this is off for me go to go find a doctor that will listen to you go find a doctor that will actually help you get to the root problem instead of just saying here's this band-aid fix because for some reason that just drives me absolutely crazy yeah and sometimes it just needs a second opinion too I feel like I don't think it's that the first practitioner you went to was yep not concerned about your health oh totally didn't cue into what you were yep and i trying to say or get out mm -hmm. and i sometimes it does take that difference of opinion for sure and i think and i probably could have been a little bit more like because i didn't really know what i needed or what i wanted when i first went so that definitely could have been it too if i had gone in and said like this is what i want or this is what i need but i feel grateful that it took only my second doctor to figure it out some people it takes Multiple, like multiple doctors. multiple doctors to figure out their autoimmune disease or their thyroid dysfunction or mm-hmm. whatever it is it you know sometimes it takes forever right but it kind of makes you think about stuff it makes you think about all the things in our food and our products that cause a lot of issues yeah definitely so that is what has happened since our last episode we recorded so it's been yeah, kind of a little bit of a shift for you, but you're yeah. doing awesome. And honestly, it's, like I said, it's a hard change, so I'm proud of you. Yeah, well, got a lot of but, good people. Yeah, so I went to the same <clears throat> office that McKinley went to. Sorry, throat clearing. <laughs> and I, while I didn't have a big diagnosis that McKinley had, there were just a few different, like, my vitamin D level was off. And yeah which that's a different story for a different day that I think is interesting. But um, there were just a few other things that were still within the normal range that yeah. our medicine society puts there out there. I was going to say, because normal is yeah, like normal what for Yeah, really is normal, right? So I that's why I'm kind of like air quotes, was within normal range. But she did say something about... She's like, your thyroid still looks like it's functioning okay still, but she's like, it's kind of on like the border mm-hmm. where I think you should maybe treat it a little bit nicer, which I thought was interesting. So she didn't tell me to completely cut out gluten, but she's like, I would maybe cut down on it. Yeah. So I definitely do need to try to make a little bit more of that shift. I don't think I will cut it out 100%. Yeah. But... I do need Nor to try do. to. <laughs> I know. I do need to try to limit it. And I was telling this to McKinley this morning too. Something that uh, the Instagram account Just Ingredients had posted. I really liked what she was saying. She was talking about how we have such like polar opposites when it comes to like diet and healthcare and all those things. And you hear one thing, and then the next minute you hear the complete opposite. Oh my gosh, it's insane. And you're like, wait. So what am I supposed to do? And so we were kind of talking about how, like, you really just have to figure out for your body what is best. Because what's true for one person is not true for the other. And I feel like that is becoming more of the normal thing, too. That mindset, which Mm -hmm. I appreciate. But I just like how she said, gluten is bad is not true for everyone. You know, you can still eat really wholesome whole grains that have gluten in them and that could still be healthful for you well yeah another person it's not not. so 
I think that's always good to take into perspective too. Yeah, no, I love that perspective because it's like what I said. If you, yeah, and if, because it's so individualized, so, so, so individualized. And I think that's like kind of what I'm learning and I'm trying to find, because I've always been one to try kind of different things. I tried counting macros for a while. I tried this, I tried that or whatever, but it's, I finally had to kind of figure out what's working for me. And right now it's working to kind of do mostly cutting out gluten and I'm slowly working up to cutting out the dairy. Um, as difficult as it, as it is ripped pizza. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Pizza's like the one thing that you're like, it literally has everything, <laughs> everything. that I can't have and it's so I good. Know. But I'm grateful for, I'm, I'm happy that I was able to figure it out and figure, could figure out why I've been so dang tired and that it's, you know, having this kind of chronic yeah. autoimmune makes it that yeah. way. So although it's, is a bummer, it's kind it's of probably thing. relieving too. Oh, so, oh my gosh. So relieving. I remember, I think I like called you or something right after and I was just like I because I was so nervous I was going to go in and she was going to be like there's nothing wrong with you because I feel like that's what happens a lot of times when you go to like yeah. other doctors where they're like oh there's nothing wrong and you're like but there is like yeah. there is something wrong with me and so I'm so it was so relieving that yeah. there actually was something that I can control mm -hmm. but I think we wanted I'm trying to think of like quick little gluten-free things that I've already tried that I really like Oh, I have a couple because mine that I can share too. Yes, yes. Because my mom, with her autoimmune disease, also cut out gluten. Yeah. Because like McKinley said, if you have an, one autoimmune disease, you're so much more, more likely yeah. and susceptible to, I don't know, developing another one. Yeah. I don't know if developing is the right word. Well, and gluten and dairy just cause a lot of inflammation in our bodies. Yeah, and that's so, kind of what you have to right. keep down. And so if you have that autoimmune disease where you're already prone to having more inflammation then obviously you want to decrease the triggers that you have for that. But, so that's my backstory on kind of how I've been more privy to gluten-free things for my mom. Yeah. Just because I'm around her enough and buy some things for her that yep. I try to keep her in mind. So there is a brand called Autumn's Gold. Have you tried this? No, but that looks amazing. And it is grain-free granola. And it's really good. The downside, if you have a nut allergy, this would not be for you because it's made with almonds, honey, pecans, sunflower seeds, coconut, good stuff. Yeah. And it's it really does kind of like give you that satisfaction of a grain-free granola. Mm -hmm. And it's really good. And they also make granola bars oh, that are gluten-free too. Paleo, dairy-free, all that stuff. So that's a good oh, one. Gosh. Oh, we have to talk about this one. Yeah, the Meyer Lemon Cups. Cups. The brand is Hail Mary. Oh my gosh. And they are good. So good. So, so, so good. Like, love It's like those. a small lemon tart. Oh, so good. And they are gluten-free, dairy-free. They don't have processed sugar in them. Yep. They are yummy. I know. So good. Yeah. And even people... We've had other people try it who don't even cut out dairy and gluten, and they still like really it. like yeah, it. Yeah, my mom was like, oh my gosh, these are amazing. Yeah, so those are very good. I've actually seen these at Walmart. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, And that's some awesome. grocery stores. We found them at Natural natural Grocery. But I know Harmon's carries them, too. Uh-huh. Which is awesome. So that is a good one, okay, too. Okay, I love those. Oh, Yeah. The cauliflower crust pizza from Costco is good. Not dairy-free, but True. it is gluten-free. But it is gluten-free. And it is good. Mm -hmm. Very, very good. 
we've purchased that quite a few times and we've really liked it so and I have a couple more I'm trying to think the unreal um coconut what are they called I have them right here <laughs> literally have a whole bag um the dark chocolate coconut minis they are actually gluten-free and dairy-free it's um, kind of like a little healthier version of almond joys yes and they're amazing because listen to these ingredients you guys listen organic coconut cassava syrup dark chocolate and cane sugar cocoa butter and vanilla that's it that is it which is very rare to find these days and i think lexi can attest to that because finding something with like with five or six ingredients is not that popular yeah and these have i think picked up popularity for yes, that reason which is kind of nice oh birthday girl um cookies what oh you were talking brand? about those um i'll have to post a picture on our instagram or something we'll have to do like a little highlight of all the gluten-free stuff but they are gluten and dairy-free and perfect substitute for oreos like they taste so good for a little treat which we're i'm talking about like all the treats i know i like. just thought of that i'm like well um but because we've kind of cut out bread my husband and i have kind of cut out bread right. for a while now we really don't eat a lot of bread so that's kind of my i, I haven't found a bread that i like yet mm -hmm. i will say my mom's so far her favorite gluten-free flour oh is the brand is namaste and oh. there's other really good gluten-free flours, but a lot of them have dairy, like milk yes. powders and things like that in them, yeah. or they have like soy, which my mom tries to cut out. Mm -hmm. But this one doesn't have that, and so she really likes the Namaste gluten-free flour brand. Hey, good to know. I, I need to try it. that. The, also, the So Delicious um, coconut milk yogurt, the key lime flavor, and the vanilla is really 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 good hmm, I'll have to try I like crave them in the mornings um and put a little of the grain free granola on or gluten free granola on there and good little breakfast um what else I feel like a lot of things are gluten free I eat a lot yeah. of tortilla chips I know <laughs> yeah and I like we said since it's gaining popularity it's kind of easier to buy some or buy a lot of substitutes but yes those are some of our favorites. I know we'll have to do a little highlight, highlight reel, and as we get more deep into this, there's a lot of a lot, a lot of more, a lot <laughs> more gluten-free things talk today. we really want to try, and I think this will be a topic of conversation because we have you know, and now we can both share gluten-free options for those of us that are gluten-free, and mm -hmm. also. And I'll still eat, and she'll keep still eating eat some <laughs> gluten for us all, so. Yeah, she'll, she'll taste it and tell us what it's like. Do you ever have that fear, like, so when she's telling me, she's like, you know, you really should cut down on gluten, and I was like, oh boy. And then she's talking about, um, this is the doctor I'm telling you about again, but she's like, you know, sometimes you, you just want to be careful, you don't want to, like, be too hard on your thyroid, and in my head, I'm like, yeah, but if I cut it out completely, is that going to make it so that if I ever go back to eat it, that my body's like, no. <laughs> Have you ever thought of that? That's no. just my crazy head spinning. But I'm like, yeah, I don't want to cut it out completely because then what if I go back to it oh. sometime and my body's like, actually, never mind. We <laughs> and then you're like, we don't do all of this. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Well, that's, that's not science-based or anything. That's just like <laughs> Lexi's head. <laughs> that's our mentality. Yeah. So... I know it's been an interesting ride, but honestly, I think it's an, an like 
an empowering one. I don't know. I feel like I'm like learning so much in such a short amount of time. Just Ingredients actually just has um, a really good podcast about Hashimoto's in particular. Um, and thyroid issues, I think, are super common among women. So if you're feeling like you have any issues, go see your doctor and see if you can get some levels tested. And he talks in that podcast, the doctor on there, he's like an actual doctor that deals with autoimmune, but he talks all about like the tests that you can request and all that just to see, you know, if there is something because it's nice to know. For sure. Really nice to know. So yeah, there's our little first gluten-free spill, but like like McKinley said, I'm sure we'll revisit this topic sometime or another. So thanks for joining us on today's episode though. Hope you have a nice rest of your day. Do you have anything else you want to add? No. We're excited for the next one. All right. Talk to you guys again soon. Thanks.